Hi, welcome to another Power Blast podcast. I think this is the first episode where I'm actually giving you an update. This is Power Blast podcast episode 690. Back on 599, I did an interview with my friend Judy Finneran, and at the time, she had lost 100 pounds and was on a mission to lose 200. 91 weeks have gone by, and she's just a few pounds away from reaching her goals. In this episode, Judy is going to share with you her journey and some powerful tips that you can easily do if you're wanting to lose weight but perhaps have struggled due to things like yo-yo dieting, excuses, emotional eating, self-sabotage, and more. So stay tuned. Hi, my friend, Perry Tinsley here, creator of the Power Blast podcast, the power of possibility, passion, and purpose. She's almost there, just a few pounds away from reaching her 200-pound weight loss goal. It's been amazing to watch her journey, and she's going to share it with you on this podcast. I, I, I had to get an interview with Judy and so she could come on here and share that journey on how she broke through the struggles and shifted her mindset a bit and uh, little tricks and tips that she does to make this a lifestyle and not a diet. That will be key. You'll get that right away in her interview here. She shares what she eats, and you're going to be you're going to be blown away at the freedom of her choices and the things that she used to kind of just get rid of the self sabotage eating. Um, now, I do want to say, Judy used a program called the Two B Mindset because it focused on changing. Your, it, it, that program focuses on changing your thinking about food so that you can lose weight happily without depri- depriving yourself or count, counting calories and stuff like that. And that's what appealed to Judy about this and why she was all in and why she's had such great results. So you can hear about the beginning of that story of Judy back on episode five, 599. But since we got you here, uh, you, can, you can join us for, for this one here. Now, Judy is also, this is really exciting, Judy's also a finalist in a contest called the Beach Body Challenge. And that's a challenge or a contest that rewards people for getting healthy and fit. So you'll want to be sure to check out beachbodychallenge.com and cast your vote for Judy every day starting June 8th of 2020 all the way to June 16th. Now, if you're watching this a little after the date, well, the voting window will be closed. And perhaps we're doing another podcast sharing that she won or what, where she placed in that, in that whole contest. But anyway, without any further delay, get ready for some incredible tips and inspiration that you can use. Let's get to it. Well, hey, I've got my friend. Judy Finneran on here, and you were, a, you were a guest of mine on this podcast, episode 599, and as of this recording, this is episode 690, almost 100 episodes later, and so much has happened to you since then. Um, I, I kinda, I, I'm giving a little intro, introduction before, before I got on here, uh, kind of a, a hint at what, what you've uh, been up to along the way. But just kind of recap from, from episode 599, you had kind of found your groove in what was working for your weight loss journey. I had and finally found the answer. You finally found the answer. And so what was curious, uh, I think for many people is, well, you had been down this journey before you had lost. I, I think at the, that point you had lost 
a little over a hundred pounds. And that's happened to you in the past. You've lost, I think you said you lost 150 one time. You got close to 150. So, so here we are at that hundred pound mark. Is it going to continue? Is it going to go? Are you going to, you know, reach the goal? Because I think what, what was your goal, Judy, uh, at the beginning for you? My goal, my ultimate goal is to lose 200 pounds. Okay. And as of today, I'm at 194.75 gone. Repeat that again. You're at what? 194.75 pounds gone. Wow. I can't wait to hear more about what I've lost that has more been. than Kevin weighs. You've lost more than your husband weighs. Yes. Gosh, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> that that sends chills down my spine because I know you've pushed hard for a long, long time on that. Well, it's, it's very surrealistic. And, and I, I hope this is graded PG and I hope this isn't too racy, but there's just weird things that happen like this morning. Okay. So PG, I went, I pulled out my panties to put on. And I held them up. I thought, these are too tiny. These look, these will never fit. These are too tiny. And then they slide right on. Those kind of things just shock me. I'll look at something and I'll think, this can't possibly fit me. And then it does. And I'm in awe. That's so cool. It's bizarre. It's that, bizarre. Oh my gosh. So let, let's, let's go back. Okay. So okay. 194.75. Okay. So there we are. I'm going back to, we'll share the journey of, of how you got started here because I'm sure a lot of people who are watching this episode or listening to this episode on the, on the audio, audio version are probably going to go, what did Judy do? Because they're not listening to the previous episode, mm -hmm. which 599, episode 599, they need to go in here. But um, since then, you know, you, you kept going with this program and... Um, the pounds kept coming off. What, 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 what kept you going? What, what kept you making this a lifestyle uh, almost a hundred weeks later? The key word is what you just said is when I started this plan, I, I saw it as a lifestyle. The biggest change in my mindset is I am not on a diet. I have changed how I eat. I've changed my life. Cause the thing about a diet is when you go on a diet, you go off a diet. And that's what I always did in the past. And I always knew as soon as I was done with the diet, I would gain my weight back. This is the first time I have ever said, I have no doubt I will maintain this weight loss for the rest of my life because it's a lifestyle. It's not a diet. I don't feel deprived. There isn't anything I'd like to eat that I, there's, there's nothing that I want to eat that is worth it to me to trade for pennies that look too small that that uh, the lifestyle i'm allowed to live right now is worth way more than any food could ever taste but i eat a lot i just eat healthy foods okay that brings up some questions for me here um how did when did you realize that this would be a lifestyle you could get behind because I, I, you you've tried you've tried other things in the past What's the difference here for you in, and, and I know a lot of people out there like, what is this? What is this? But what was the difference for you in um, 
versus other programs that that weren't that lifestyle weren't weren't you visualizing some of those other ones that this is this is going to be my lifestyle i'm gonna i'm gonna just go or did you see them as temporary no i always saw them as diets okay and i was either following them or not and i i and the, the the biggest change is mindset what has changed is because a lot of the healthy foods now i ate before off and on um, when I was eating clean, I would eat this way and then I would not eat clean. What has truly changed is I have a different mindset. I know that sounds like a cliche with the program, but I think about food differently. I think about choices. And that, that's another thing is that, that I have, there's nothing I can't eat or drink. Nothing. There's things I choose not to eat or drink. And I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, last fall, when we spent 33 days in Scotland, I was on the program the entire time. And I had um, whiskey twice. In the past, if I had whiskey, I would say, oh, I've blown it. I may as well eat French fries. I may as well do this. I may as well do that. I, thought, I had some whiskey. I'm not going to be at the oldest distillery in Scotland and not try their whiskey. And I just factored it into my day and moved on. And to counterbalance that, one of the most amazing things I've ever done in my life is there's a mountain in Scotland. Uh, we, California is probably called the hill. It's called Arthur's, Arthur's Seat. It's the highest point in the city of Edinburgh. And when you're down on the ground and you look at people up there, they're like this big. They're like little tiny ants. You can barely tell the people. But you have a 360-degree view of Edinburgh from there. And it's not like a trail like we think of like nice trails. It's dirt and it's rock. And it's mud. And I told Kevin, I'm going to climb to Arthur's seat. And he went, hey, I don't even know if I can do that. I said, well, come as far as you can. Because I was committed to doing it. And I did it. Nice. And I stood on top of Arthur's Peak, the highest point in Edinburgh, and could see all around me. Nothing tastes like that felt. Nothing. Nothing. Being able to do things like that. Because two years before that, I was in Ireland. I couldn't even kiss the Blarney Stone because I couldn't go up the stairs. This time, I'm climbing to the top of Arthur's seat. It's, it's the life it has created for me is indescribably rich and wonderful that I don't need food, unhealthy food, to fill a void. That's really, really cool. All right, let's go back. Let's let's reveal that, that where where we started and where things are at for you now. Um, let's go back to you. You you're at. I think you said your starting weight was right around three hundred twenty pounds. That was my highest recorded weight. My actual highest weight was over three fifty. I just over didn't get on a scale then. Okay, so avoiding the scale at three fifty. And there must have been a reason why one twenty was a goal for for some reason and when you're at a heavier weight visualizing yourself to be at a, another weight and what life is going to be like can I, I think can kind of be abstract I, I you were probably there once in your life right. um, I was at the exact goal weight once and I loved how I looked and felt and that's okay. why I picked that number that's why that I've been there done that and in the middle of my vision board I have a picture of me at that weight okay so that that's that's why the one twenty. So um, I, I and I'm guessing for for a few people they're they're kind of like gosh I, it's been so long since I've been at that I, I don't know what it feels like years have passed um, 
visualizing myself in smaller clothes must be a challenge too. Um, but what was it that you did and how, how did, how did you come upon this program versus what, what you had done before? Let's just kind of tell your story a little bit here to catch people up, um, that maybe haven't caught the, the other part of your journey. Well, when Beachbody introduced this new program, I was excited by the name Mindset because I've been a weight loss coach for 30 years and I know that our mindset determines everything. And obviously mine was not in the right place. And when I was invited to be in the coach test group, I was ecstatic. And um, I was the only vegan in the program, in the test group. And so I worked closely with Alana, veganizing it, kind of changing it around how I eat. But the talk I had with myself before I started was, obviously you think you know everything about losing weight. You think you're an expert on this. You have all the information. You know what to do. You know what you should eat. You know how to do it. And then I said, and how's that working for you, Judy, at 275 pounds? Obviously not too well. So the commitment I made to myself was I was going to shut up and just do what I was told for 28 days. I didn't care if I didn't agree. I didn't care if I didn't think it sounded right. I didn't care if I didn't think it would work. I told myself, zip it and do it. Just do it. And I did. I mean, I chose my own food, the vegan version, but I followed the guidelines. Weighing every day. I was adamantly opposed to weighing every day. Now I weigh on three scales every single day because I'm a bit obsessive. But I said, just do it for 28 days and see what happens. And I lost 10 and a half pounds. I thought, hmm, maybe there's something to this. So I thought, okay, I'll do it again. And now I've done it. This is today. Starting today is my 27th month doing it. Wow. Uh, that's so it, it, and it isn't like 28 days and then day 29, 30 and 31, you do something totally different. I mean, no. it's just continuous, right? It worked. So I thought, so, why would I not keep doing it? And that's the thing. It's, it continues to work. And when you talked about visualizing, I mean, I had an entire walk-in closet of clothes that were too small because mm-hmm. I was started a five X and now I'm a six, a four or a six, but I had this entire closet and I always hung on to them. And now that closet's empty. There's a couple pairs of pants and I don't quite fit yet, but I've gone through all of those clothes, but rather than thinking of how it was going to be when I got to my goal, I didn't focus on that. I focused on making the best choices today to support my goal. I took it one day at a time. I would follow the program, do what I needed to do, wake up and do it again. And there's been ups and downs in my weight. I mean, the last three days I've gone up 0.75, down 0.75, up 0.75. I mean, that's normal. I've learned from Wayne every day that that's normal. But I trusted the process and I know it works. So I don't worry about temporary gains. But I focus on every two pounds. And I know you mentioned my hippie van. I only have two more spots to color in. I started with 75 and now I have two spots to color in. And I just, and the the last two pounds, you know, I I have a chart where I color when I highlight when I can color to get from one two pound mark to the next two pound mark. I just colored last week to 59 days. Now 59 days to lose two pounds is a lot of time. People say, well, why didn't you give up? I said, what would be the option? Gain it back? I mean, why would I not do what I'm doing? 
because even if things are happening, if, if I'm not losing weight, things are changing. My body's changing. <clears throat> I always hated exercise. And I can say that from the day I got home from Summit last year, I have not missed one single exercise day. I've exercised every single day since we got home from Summit. So every single day. we're doing this recording in uh, June of 2020, and we're talking since July of 2019. It'll be a year next month that I have exercised every single day. I have biceps for the first time in my life. I have muscles in my, I have real muscles. I've never had them, never. I did my chest presses and stuff today with 15 pound weights. I'm going, look at me. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. That's better than eating French fries. That's, that's pretty cool. So let's talk, let's talk about how you got to this part because now you're, now you're seeing, you're getting all the, seeing all the benefits and it's enabled you to do some remarkable things. And, and, and I'm sure there are people, and we're talking about the program to be mindset is, is what it's officially called. Um, what were the key elements in that program that helped not only to be coachable, but helped you to adopt this just as a lifestyle on making the choices that you do and eating, not seeing that I'm, I'm depriving myself constantly on things. You, you just adopted a system, your mindset, and the pounds are coming off. Now they're, they aren't coming off as fast as probably initially, but you're still going towards your goal. Um, right. What was it for you that... Um, but wasn't there, because it's not, there are no rules. When I have a new customer that joins my group, I tell them there's nothing you can't eat and there's only one thing you have to eat, vegetables. And I think the absence of rules and instead having guidelines, for example, don't drink whiskey if you want to lose weight. However, if you drink whiskey, track. Because there's no rules, I'm naturally a rebel but knowing I could choose that if I want, but I don't have to, it, it, it's very freeing to know that it's totally up to you. <clears throat> and that taking responsibility for choices. I'm, I, I, what I like a lot about the program is the fact that you are always in power, you always can choose, but if you choose whiskey, for example, you're choosing not to lose weight. If, you can, if that works for you, okay. So I've had that, cat. there's a category called um, silly carbs. I've had three in 27 months. Two whiskeys in Scotland and one whiskey in Ireland. There's a theme there, but that's it. People, could I have them if I wanted? Yes. I want my goal weight more. I, my cholesterol is 89. I mean, really, 89. I'm healthy. I feel so healthy and fit. That's that is empowering and, 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 and freeing as well with what, what you learn and what you got to do. And I've had some conversations with people who have um, gone through the, the program and then they, they, I think they kind of trip up over that freedom, the, the, almost as if they don't trust themselves. How did, how did you trust yourself to just keep going, keep doing it? I know in the first 28 days you stayed coachable. And you, and you said, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to stay coachable. I'm going to play along and play full out. And you, you reap the benefits from that. 
to keep going. It was it was it your goal and your determination that this this is doable for me. It's flexible I'm enough to me. I'm stubborn, and because everything was my choice. An example is Diet Coke. That was the hardest thing for me to give up. Um, in April, I was ten years diet soda free, but I never told myself I couldn't have one. When I see one, it still looks good to me, and I think I could have that if I want. I'll have it tomorrow, and tomorrow has never come. It's the same thing. So what I always tell my people is don't deny yourself anything. Delay it. Because in a couple hours, so my thing is delay, not deny. And it was so cute. I noticed Alana put that in her book. She wrote that down when I was interviewed, and then I saw it in her book. Um, but delay, don't deny yourself. Don't, don't delay, delay not deny. Because the moment somebody tells me I can't do something, you better believe I'm going to do it just because. But I say, I could have that if I want. I'll maybe have it tomorrow. And that freedom to make that choice and the focused mindset on my goal. I really have never known. I never felt I could stay at my goal. I know I will. To be able to walk into my closet in the morning, know every single thing in there fits. I've never had that in my life. I've always had multiple sizes of clothes. Everything fits or it's too big. And the moment it's too big, it's donated. I don't hang on to anything. I get rid of it. And it's fun to buy a coat and know it's okay to spend a lot of money in this coat because it'll still fit next year. Because nothing ever fit three months later. I have given, bought and given away probably 50 wardrobes in the last 25 years. And now I know I get to wear these pants next year. I get the, the same coat I took to Scotland this year. I can take to Scotland this year. I mean, it, they'll still fit. It's amazing. It's a new coat. See, naturally thin people take that for granted. That was never a luck. That was never something I was able to do. And every time I swore, Okay, I'm giving away all these clothes. So I'm never going to gain that weight back again. And I gained it back every single time. And I have to go buy all new stuff. It was over and over and over and over. Never again. Wow. Two things that you just said there that related to what I, my journey was. One was if I made a contract with myself that if I was going to have pizza, I was going to allow myself to have pizza. But if it was going to be pizza, it had to be a really good one. Something that I'd be willing to drive over an hour for. And so I would look up, I would, I would want to, I'm like, I'm going to have it. And I would look forward to that treat. I would delay it until the end of the week. And I, I, I was going to earn it. By the time that end of the week came, eh, I wasn't up for the drive. Delay, not it, deny. Delay. It so there was that. And then the clothing But in the thing, meantime, you had the freedom to say, I'm going to do this later, which got you through all those other days. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was. And so I, I, I appreciate you saying that. The other thing with the clothing thing I didn't know if I was going to need to go back to the, the, the larger clothes myself as well. So as I shrunk, I refused to update my wardrobe to smaller clothing because I didn't want that money to go to waste. I waited for like an entire year. Then I went out and spent like a grand on clothing because I, nothing else, nothing I had fit. I wanted to How prove fun. to myself that it would be that way. So I can relate to, to your clothing thing there. It's like, I'm, I'm, I so appreciate you saying that because- yeah, you sometimes your patterns of what you've done in the past, you're, you're not sure that you can trust yourself that it's going to continue that success, right? It's easier to change your body than it is to change your vision of yourself. It's easier to change your body than it is to change your mindset. Wow. 
man, I, I, I love this. Uh, love this mindset stuff. And, and I, I have not dug, I've only heard of, of snippets of Alana's, Alana Mulstein is the, the creator of this program. And so now she has a new book out called you can, you can drop it. Drop it. Drop it. Yeah. You can drop it. Um, and it, it shares her story in there, but a lot of mindset tips in this particular mm-hmm. program and in the book that I think really, I think there are some real big nuggets in there that she helps people get through their go-to excuses. I think, right. and I, I, I think, I think sometimes people use some of those excuses as their convenient crutch or um, to, to, to make it okay to doubt themselves or they'll um, hear something like you just said, I gave up my diet soda, my diet pop, and people's minds instantly freeze going, I can't do that because you think of all the things that you're, you're just addicted and, and, and that's your thing. Giving it up means deprivation, doesn't it? And, and so you have a different mindset on that. Because it's a choice. I could have a diet soda right now if I wanted to. Yeah. I'm drinking sparkling water. Got to have the yeah, bubbles. Have the bubbles. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. So, um, as, as you're going through this, and now, now, walk us through as what's happening to you and your mindset and your excitement as you're approaching your goal all through the path. This next hundred pounds since we've last talked. It's, it's, it's interesting because one of my, the day I became a beach body coach and I committed to lose 200 pounds, I told Tracy, one of my goals was to get back into my wedding dress. And I tried it on, on my anniversary, which was in April and it fit. So it didn't look the same 30 something years later, but it fit. Um, and as I get closer to my goal, I mean, I'm, I'm committed to my goal, but I feel great right now. And people keep saying, what's going to change when you get to goal? What are you going to eat differently? What are you going to do differently? And I, I honestly say I can't envision doing anything differently than I'm doing right now. And that's why I know it's a lifestyle. And, I, and the best example I can give you is one of my favorite go-to meals in the unhealthy eating day was we would go to islands. And this will give you an idea of how unhealthy I am. Kevin would have a teriyaki veggie burger. I would have an order of onion rings and an order of french fries. And we would split a beer. So my dinner was fried and fried. And that was dinner. So I think now, because the whole thing with 2B mindset is you, to track things and see how it works with your body. And so I think, so... I could go to islands and I could order some French fries and I could see how if I gained weight the next day or I could track it, see how it works. And I thought, I don't even want to. I can't imagine that greasy taste in my mouth anymore. Hmm. I could have them if I want them. I'm sure if I went and had 10 French fries, I wouldn't gain any weight tomorrow. I don't want the feel of them in my mouth. And, and you, one of the things I work with my people about is changing their vocabulary. And you use the word treat with your pizza. And I always tell people, you don't treat yourself with food, you're not a dog. Treats are for dogs. 
the okay. the language around food that our society has is okay for example comfort food when i say comfort food does broccoli ever pop into your mind no nope so comfort food is typically high fat unhealthy calorie laden food okay uh, probably another one of my old favorites would have been macaroni and cheese so comfort food i don't know anybody whoever feels comfortable after eating comfort food. They're regretful, they're remorseful, they wish they hadn't done that. Why is it called comfort food? Because you talked about calling out excuses. It's a euphemism, I think, for eating unhealthy. So we call it, I need some comfort food. That stems from when we were kids, I and mean, we'd get a cut, or we'd fall on our knee, and our moms would give us a cookie. We've been trained since kids to solve problems with food. food doesn't solve problems. Food is fuel, but all our languaging around food is, I believe, determined to help us keep eating unhealthy wow. by a lot of the marketers and the people who sell this food. I mean, comfort food is not comfortable. That's good. It's it's the taste. It's that one the the, the instant, short term. Um, right. thing that, yeah, it, it doesn't lead to the in the moment. It feels great in, in the, the moment. moment. It feels great. Yeah. It's like but if you're the, working to lose weight, the minute you finish, you're thinking, why did I do that? I had yeah. one of my, one of my people messaged me. They're oh, I'm feeling really bad. I really want to eat. This body's just to be overfed. I simply said, think about how you want to feel in the morning. Do you want to wake up remorseful or do you want to wake up proud? She said, I want to wake up proud. She didn't eat. And the next morning she said, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so glad I didn't eat that. It's taking that pause, just taking that moment. I don't need this right now. And that hit like the taste. Taste can change. Yeah, I loved French fries. I loved pizza. I don't know if I ate them, I probably still would. But I've, I've switched where that's not my food of choice. That's not my food anymore. It's not my food anymore. Wow, that's it, it, it. You you've learned some great things along the way and uh, applied those. Um, so, what words of wisdom? This came from my my wife. She was like, "Well, what what words of wisdom?" I'm actually going to read this here. Um, for those people who are on again, off again, it, they, they get sidetracked, or even if somebody's going through this program and then they stop checking in with their weight each day or stop tracking. Um, what, what are, what sort of words of wisdom do you have? You give yourself grace because beating yourself up never helps. It makes it worse. Screw guilt. Guilt doesn't hurt. One of the, you talked about the mindset tips. One of my love is losing or learning. If you make a choice that doesn't support your goals, take it as a learning opportunity. Learn what made you choose that. What can you do differently? How did you feel after that? And then forgive yourself and then get right back on the program. But the key thing is focus on just one day. We can't change what we ate yesterday. We can't eat in advance for tomorrow. All we have control over is what we're eating today. Focus on making today a great day. Go to bed. There was a Saying I thought that there was go to bed with satisfaction or disappointment, something to that effect. Go to bed with satisfaction that you've done your best that day. 
and then wake up the next morning and repeat. And the end of that, you know, because of my age, people say, oh, it's my hormones, it's my age. It's like, it, that's baloney. I'm 69 years old. I mean, like, with Trader Joe's and Costco, you know how they have these senior hours? I didn't go to any senior hours. I thought I'm healthier than most of the 30 and 40 year olds out there. The things we think of as a function of aging, they're not a function of aging. They're fork born illnesses. We're eating ourselves sick, literally. Diabetes, heart disease, many cancers. It's all food related. A lot of it is food related. Make your personal health important to you. And then Make each day in alignment with those goals. The beach body, decide, commit, succeed. I've decided a million times. I've committed a million times. But this time, I never let go of that commitment. I never let anything take me off track. And the choices I made, like the, the whiskey, that was the choice I made. I knew going to Scotland, I was going to choose whiskey. So I didn't feel like I'd gone off the program. It was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I didn't have a bottle. I had an ounce. I had a tasting. Knowing that I had the freedom to make those decisions and just keep going. Stop starting over. Starting over mentally tells us we failed. If we haven't failed, we don't have to start over. Just keep going. Just keep going. You're never too old. You're never too fat. It's never too late. Love that. I've heard that before. It's never too late. Um, so at what point did these mindset things start and, and these habits start to form for you where they were more solidified? Um, because you're, you're bumping up against some frustrations for a while and um, it, it, you, you saw the, the weight loss and the pounds start coming. Right out of the gate, I, I'm, I'm guessing they weren't like, hey, this is it. This is, this is the way I'm, ad I'm adopting all this mindset. Things probably came along the way, am I guessing? Or yeah, No, it, it evolved. Yeah. It's like things, the first month I kind of was fighting it a little bit, but I had committed to do it anyway. The second month I was kind of fighting a little bit. It wasn't probably until the third month that I really kind of got the program. And it was probably six months or more before I started noticing differences about myself. Mm. And it probably wasn't until the last year or so that I thought, I'm never going to gain this weight back again. I've never felt like that before. I'm never going to gain this weight back again because I don't see anything to do that I'm not doing now. Yeah. And now, and now you're, I, I guess you know, for, for a lot of people, and I, I can only relate to my story and hear what your story is, but um, that not realizing as you're going along how things are going to change and improve for you until you get there. And it's like, gosh, let's, let's take the journey. Let's go see how the story unfolds. Um, it, and because when, when you're overweight, you know how you feel then, you know how you'd like to not feel, but all these other extra discoveries that you're, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, I don't pull muscles as easy anymore. Oh my gosh, I um, used to walk, like you said, I, I walked up the flight of stairs and I got winded. Right. Now I'm on a mission to climb what was... Arthur's Seat. Yeah. That's amazing. So a year ago, uh, that we're, we're talking a year and a half ago, is that, it, are, are you, if, 
was that a vision for you? I'm going to walk, I'm going to walk up that. I didn't know such a thing existed then. Ah. But when I, when they mentioned the first time in Scotland, I said, I'm doing that. Yeah. I'm doing that. And there's another hill. It's called Carlton Hill. That's a smaller one that I think a lot of people do. That was nothing. That was nothing. But it's, it's, but the, the, the biggest fallacy there is, is we've all heard this 21 days to change a habit. That's balderdash. It takes a long time to change a habit. And the longer you make a right choice consistently over time, the easier it gets. The easier it gets. Like I drank no water at the beginning. Now I drink 150 ounces a day. But I struggled to get to 100 ounces for months. And then it's just, it's now a new habit. If someone had told me two and a half years ago I would enjoy my food without salt, I would have told them they were crazy. I love salt. I love salty food. I haven't added salt to food in over two years. My taste changed. I like the taste of the food now. It's We often don't give ourselves enough time in establishing a new habit for it really to take hold. Like exercising. I was kind of always proud of the fact that I hated to exercise, which was stupid. And I think it was my defense against I knew I couldn't exercise very well. And then I decided I'm going to do it. I'm going to do my best. And now it's last night, little things shocked me. Last night I was laying in bed and I said, I'm thinking to myself, I'm so excited to start my last week of lift four tomorrow. I can't wait to work out in the morning. I thought, whoa, wait a minute. Is this you thinking at night? laying in bed you can't wait till your workout in the morning who has morphed into your body i mean that's that shocked me last that's as recent as last night i thought whoa i'm thinking i'm excited for tomorrow's exercise <laughs> well, although, thinking shifts and opportunities different opportunities come along and different lifestyle different habits create other habits and and, and things and i think that was one of the questions of uh, our, our good friend milan had just posted she said you know I'm, I'm just curious you know when when judy looks back at the habits she co she had created in her life that kept her at the high weight mm -hmm. versus the healthy habits that she has now what are the big differences um and and she says she asks that because some people think they eat healthy and are confused by why they can't lose weight and you actually discovered why mm -hmm. I, some of it I can't explain. I, the, the difference is changing your goals and committing to it and understanding what's important. And, and habits, the habits I used to cling to were instant gratification, ease, um, making snap decisions, like picking up Mexican takeout. It was easier than cooking dinner. But now I think, well, actually, it's easier to go in there in 15 minutes. I can have dinner ready. It's supposed to get in the car, driving, driving through, ordering, coming out. It's not easier. You know, it's, it's those beliefs that we hold on to. And I tell all my clients, just because you believe something doesn't make it true. Um, I, one of the things I do, because I know at 5 o'clock at night or 6 o'clock at night when it's time for dinner, I don't want to decide what I'm eating then. I'm tired. I'm a morning person. I make as much of every dinner in the morning as I can in the morning when I'm high energy and then it's ready. I don't have to decide. That's a habit. I like ruts. I have Shakeology every single morning for a breakfast, every single morning. 
Every day at lunch, almost, I have a big salad with beans on it every single day. People say, don't you get bored? Don't you get tired of eating the same thing? And I'll say, so did you ever get tired of eating French fries? Because no one ever says they get tired of eating unhealthy food. They just get tired of eating healthy food. I said, I don't get tired of it. I got tired of being morbidly obese. I got tired of thinking I was going to drop dead of a heart attack at any minute. I got tired of nothing in the plus size stores fitting me. Those things I got tired of. Having a salad every day, that's a pleasure. It's shifting your mindset. Wow. Well, those are some, those are some big shifts that I, I evolve over time. And then I can't recommend this. A long time. Program. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, I applaud you for staying so consistent with it. And that's, it, it became the lifestyle. And that's, that's the thing. That's, that's the beauty of what I, when I looked at this, I'm like, wow, it's not, it's not this temporary thing that you eventually have to, I mean, I, I guess it started as a temporary thing for you because you were seeing how it would work, work out, but right. um, uh, it's, I gave it 28 days and that yeah. was my only commitment. Yeah, it's, it's, it's trusting yourself and following the process. And uh, just like, like a lot of our fitness programs, they, they work. They do. You just just got to trust yourself and stay consistent. And you made a good point of that. Start, stop starting all over again. You know, even with the, with some of the fitness programs I've talked to with people that get to a certain point, they get a little off track, start completely at day one. They never ha- have that, that feeling of I finished right. may not have been the prettiest finish, but I finished. <laughs> um, and that starting over that's sending their brain a message yeah. that they failed. And that's the wrong message yeah. as opposed to just picking it back up where you left off and keep going. Yeah. So what are the common things that people ask you about your weight loss? People ask me what I eat a lot, and I tell them it's pretty simple. Um, They ask, how do you know this time it's different? And I say, because I'm living every day in a way that I don't see changing. And one one of my customers told me she always got disappointed in how slowly she lost weight, so she would quit. She said, and then I realized the reason I was in such of a hurry is I wanted to get to my goal weight so I could go back to eating the way I ate before. I thought, wow, that's pretty insightful. I'm not waiting to get to my goal weight so I can go back to eat the way I ate before. I'm just going to keep eating the way I'm eating right now. I eat a lot of food. I'm full all the time. I love my meals. Often they're very simple meals often. Um, I'm having a taco salad today for dinner tonight. Bunch of veggies thrown in a bowl black beans on it, avocado, some salsa verde dinner. I love it. It's simple. It's easy. It's a routine. I believe that routines are good. I don't plan elaborate meals. Um, People ask, what do you do when you get to a plateau? Because in a lot of people's minds, a plateau is you go three days and you don't lose weight. I said, I don't know, it's 59 days between my two pounds. That could be a plateau, but I was improving my cardio health. I was improving my bone density. I was improving my stamina. So, you know, a scale is only one measurement. We have to look at a lot of different measurements. I don't think I'm on a plateau. I'm maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. There's a lot lot of power in the brain that you're doing there too with building confidence and the feel good factor of the the consistency that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I, I guess the empowerment stuff that I, I think is a, a big deal for me, it was just putting a check on a, a, just a, an X. I wasn't even tracking. I was just putting an X on the calendar 
But the fact that I could do that and I watch them add up, that was, that was empowering to me because that showed I was consistent. I could do that. So I, I, I love that, that you're doing those things. So, I have a workout wall over here. You can't see it, but it's mm-hmm. the Beachbody calendars for every workout program I've done since I got home. And I kept, I mean, there's like a lot of pages up there. And I put a sticker on every day when I've done. I have lots of stickers. And it's so cute. I'm a visual. And I, I turn around, I look at that wall, and I said, man, that's a lot of workouts. That's a lot of workouts. And I feel like because Beachbody has so many great workouts and I didn't work out for so long, I've got to catch up. I've got to catch up. So I'm doing lift four, and then on my days off, I'm doing core to fours. And I'm, I'm doing – Every single day. So I've been doing programs in between. I tried Transform 20 last week. I'm, I think, there's so many I have to catch up on. Now I can't wait. What's the new one? MBF, Muscle Burns Fat. I can't wait till that comes out. I never used to be so excited about new programs coming out. I can't wait. Listen to those words come out of you. I mean, that's... Who is this person? We're not having that same conversation a year and a half, two years ago and prior. <laughs> um, but that, that that's so awesome. And, um, and I bet you couldn't wait till the day that you, were, that you would ever think that. And maybe you didn't have that visualization then, but I you didn't. do now. So what would you say are some things that t- on a typical day that you can do that this has enabled you to do now? versus let's go back two years ago in that you know pre-february pre-2b mindset what what what's changed for you what are you enabled what what can you do now you mean you mean in life day-to-day day-to-day life sort of things you know reaching out and tying your shoe you know besides working out well one i remember the first time i could cross my leg and tuck my leg behind the other one and that was a big deal i had kevin come take a picture because it had been years since i could cross my legs comfortably um we last summer and then in January again, we went kayaking. I never went, I always thought I'd like kayaking, but I knew I'd never fit in the kayak. And it turns out I love kayaking. It's a blast. Um, I can walk eight miles without a problem, without, without lagging, without being out of breath. I mean, we walked five to eight miles, five to 10 miles every day in Scotland was never tired. Um, I can almost do a regular push up, almost not quite yet. I can lift 15 pound weights. I can, I can with ease do any tasks that I want. I can, I used to hate any workout programs where you had to get up and down off the floor because it took me forever to get up off the floor. However, lots of now you do one work on the floor, one getting up, one on the floor, one sit, I'm up, down, up, down, up, down, and I do it with ease. It's no big deal. Before, if I was on the floor, I think, oh my God, how am I going to, and I would have to grab onto something and drag myself up, and I'd pop up, get back down, pop up, get back down. Things that so many people take for granted. Being able to go into a restaurant and being okay with the booth. Back in the days when we could go to restaurants, um, I always had to have a table because I was never sure I'd fit in the booth. And so I'd always get a table. Now I don't worry about that. Um, in a public restroom, using the regular stall versus the handicap because you know you'll fit in the regular stall. I mean, a lot of things that normal weight people don't even think about. So those things are all still kind of amazing to me. Walking into a store and buying a, something to wear and just knowing it would, would fit. I bought two new pair of pajamas in Costco this week. My, it was a little mindset thing. Medium, small, medium, small, medium, small. My old mindset was, we better get the medium, better get the medium. I said, I'm getting the small. They fit perfectly. 
but there was still that tug. I said, what if they don't fit? Kevin says, you can bring them back. I said, okay, I'm going for the small. Having the confidence to shop in a regular store, to, I went out and we have a courtyard and we've got all these things for hummingbird feeders. I don't look great in a, in a sports top bra, but I don't look awful anymore. I felt comfortable enough to go eat my salad out in the front courtyard in shorts and a sports bra in the front yard. I couldn't believe it. And because of that, I'm actually finally getting some tan. So this sun, skin is not seeing sun in years because I never would I wear shorts. And I certainly wouldn't wear something sleeveless. I wouldn't even wear it at home, let alone in the front yard. I still wouldn't wear it at out shopping or something, but I sat in my courtyard in shorts and a sports bra. I couldn't do that before. Little things that mean a lot. These are huge, huge, huge things. And you don't realize it until you get, you know, to, right. till they reveal themselves. And right. that old thinking does pop in and it creeps in that right. you can't because, you know, like, wait a minute. You know, even if you're, you know, let's take the, the thing, you're walking down the aisle of a, a, an airplane or you're right. walking between tables and you, you, you start to navigate, oh, there's two people there. I'm not going to fit between those as I'm right. heading back to the restroom or whatever. You're navigating differently. And right. so, and a lot of times you, you don't realize you, you probably avoid it and you go reroute, but then sometimes you might catch yourself and go, I'm going to see if I can fit. <laughs> they're, they're just such neat things. So that's really And cool. you mentioned getting on an airplane. I get on an airplane and I put my seatbelt on, I pull it all the way out because it's so big and I take a picture. As opposed to saying, um, may I have a seatbelt extender, please? Because the flight attendant always said, who wanted this seatbelt extender from like four rows away, humiliating you? My seatbelt fits. If there's room to spare on my seatbelt, things that I will never, ever take for granted again. Because it has been so long since I've experienced any of them. And I don't take any of them for granted. I relish in them and I'm grateful and appreciative every single day for how my life has changed. Well, before we end here, you got chosen as a finalist for the Beach Body Challenge. That's huge. I mean, that was the reason why I was wanting to get you on this podcast. As soon as I saw you on there, I was like, oh my gosh, we got to chat. Tell me about that experience as it's involved, you know, unfolded and, and you're here. And what does that feel like? And oh, just give us the goods here. Well, it feels very surreal because, as you know, I'm one of the founding coaches. I was there the first year when they started this, and I thought, that could have been me. And every year I thought, that could have been me. And I felt badly that that year goes so fast that I've screwed up another year. I've wasted another year. I've wasted another year. And every year for 14 years, I thought, why didn't I do that? And last year, I made it into the semifinals. I made it into the top 40. And now the old Judy would have said, well, screw it. I'm not going to enter this again. I thought, I'm entering again next year. I'll have a better chance because I will have lost more weight. And dang, I'm a finalist. And not giving up. In the past, that setback, even while that was an honor making the semifinals, I would, the, the old me might have said, well, they don't want you, the insecurities. And I thought, no, I'm going to try it. What, what do you have to lose if you, if you give it your all? And here I am. And it's kind of been the weird year with the thing with it being online and 
Now the voting being delayed, but it's okay. It's all okay. So it took me 14 years to get here. Rather than saying, oh, I should have done better, I think, what can I learn from that? What did I learn along the way that I can tell my clients so they don't waste 14 years? Mm, good stuff. I, I love the shift in, hearing that shift in your mindset because I know you told me the last time that you had lost 100, almost 100 pounds heading to, into one summit uh, years ago, mm -hmm. but you were just shy, like a half a pound. Point, or, no, point 0.1. Point, I was 99.9. And you let that enter your mind as a failure, and not a learning opportunity. Pounds. Right, and gained all 50, gained 50 pounds back right away. And now this mind is shifted. It's... You got to be vigilant with the mindset. It's 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 working a muscle. It's just like those sheets up there. We almost probably should have a sticker up there that I worked on my mind each day. You know, with a, you know. Actually, I do. I do. Do you? I have what a do checklist because I do. I have um a, a calendar for the year that is um. It's a hundred days. And I color it in every morning when I, I have four little journals that I work in and I do at least 10 pages of motivational and inspirational reading. And I mark that off too. So I do have a checklist for that. Excellent. Excellent. So Judy, I, I'm, I'm, anything more about the feeling of, of Beachbody Challenge and what, what? I'm so honored to be representing this category, especially women over 50. Because everything you read, everything you hear is that for women over 50, it's a losing battle. False, false, false. That's a mindset. It's not our age. It's our choices. Don't ever sell yourself short. And I tell my clients, if you believed in you as much as I believe in you, you'd be unstoppable. Because so many... People don't believe in themselves enough and they need other people to believe in them. And that's what I do for my clients is I believe in them and I hold the light for them. Don't give up. You can do it. That's sends chills. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And it starts with the, I mean, to be mindset kicks things off in such a great, great way. All right. Well, I thank you so much for thank being you. on here, Judy and sharing on here and good luck. And I know where my vote will be going. Uh, and, and for every day, pattern. I hope for eight days, every day for eight days, uh, th this will be going on and we'll, we'll definitely be posting and promoting this and hopefully you'll share, share this, uh, episode with as many oh, people yeah. as possible. Wow. So inspirational. And let me just remind you, if you'd like to be a part of helping Judy win that $100,000, then make sure you head over to beachbodychallenge.com. The voting window, I believe, is from June 8th through the 16th of 2020. You'll want to check on that site once, once they get the voting window open. But I, 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 I'm, I'm so excited. What, what, a, what an incredible story that she's having. And the nuggets that you learned just if, through that interview. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure you took notes. I'm sure you're going to try some of those things, right? Uh, also, if, if you have any other questions for Judy, and you, you, you want to make sure that you just reach out to her. Her email is judy at judyfinnerin.com. I'll post it in the show notes. I'll also have it here on video if you're watching the video. And uh, to add more fuel to your day 
and power up each morning with some empowering habits because we did talk about some habits, didn't we? You'll want to download my free success habits master list. It's absolutely awesome. I mean, it's packed with routines, rituals, tips, strategies to move you from feeling chaotic and overwhelmed to feeling grateful and healthy and happy and focused and fulfilled. Absolutely free. Like I said, you can find that at morningsuccesshabits.com. Once again, that's morningsuccesshabits.com. That's all I have for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in. I appreciate you so much. And if you feel that this would benefit somebody else, please share so they can benefit. And also, while, while I'm here with you, please subscribe and leave an honest rating review in your podcast app because that'll help other people find these episodes so they can benefit and get great value. Plus, I think the universe will reward you with major positive vibes. That's all I have for this week. You absolutely rock, my friend. And as always, remember, it's never too late. It's never too late. That's right. We'll see you guys later. Thanks so much, Judy. Thank you. Um, It was a pleasure. Bye-bye.